Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created this show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. There are roughly 7.9 billion people in the world with an estimated 383,000 births and 164,000 deaths every day, with the U.S. sitting in third place for the highest population. Life expectancy is about 75 to 80 years in the U.S., which has increased dramatically from 47 years in 1900, with women living close to five years longer than men. And there are more dead people on this planet than living. As a matter of fact, in 2012, it was estimated that for every living person, there were about 15 dead, and the number has only increased since then. We live in an age where researchers are getting better at understanding the aging process and are actively searching for ways to slow it down, reverse it, and halt it. One of the ways in which humans can add longevity to their life is by having a purpose for living. In fact, Patrick Hill, an assistant professor of psychology at Carleton University in Ottawa, and his colleague, Nicholas Turiano of the University of Rochester Medical Center, looked to see how more than 6,000 people answered a series of questions aimed at finding the key to living longer. Over the course of 14 years of questioning, they discovered that people who reported a greater sense of purpose and direction in life were more likely to outlive their peers it actually put them at a 15% lower risk of death, no matter their age. And because purpose can mean different things to different people, it could be as simple as making sure one's family is happy to on a much larger scale of contributing to social change for the betterment of the planet. Hill admitted that it was unclear if purposeful individuals led healthier lives or if a sense of purpose protects against the harmful effects of stress. Interestingly, another study was conducted by Anthony Burrow, a developmental psychologist at Cornell University, using college students of different races and ethnicities riding public transit through different neighborhoods of Chicago while recording their emotions as others of different races and ethnicities boarded the transportation. Earlier research had shown that when people were surrounded by people of different ethnic or racial groups than their own, their stress levels would increase. So Burrow wanted to find out if a sense of purpose would make a difference. He had half of the students write about their life's direction and the other half write about a movie they saw. Both groups were given packets with each stop listed. When they arrived at a stop, they were asked to assess how they felt and how much they felt that way by placing an X in a box next to emotions such as feeling scared, alone, fearful, distressed, etc. The students who wrote about their sense of purpose reported no feelings of stress at all, suggesting that a sense of purpose can protect people against stress. The impact of a great stressful event on longevity has come to prove the opposite, however, of what most would assume. Dr. Leslie Martin, a professor of psychology at California's La Sierra University and author of The Longevity Project, a book that summarizes a 20-year study based on interviews and health data collected from 1,500 people, each followed from youth until death, said that most of the people who lived through hard times went on to live long lives even though their lives were not stress-free by any means. Martin also revealed that the personality trait that is the strongest predictor of a long life is being high on conscientiousness. Conscientious people are responsible, planners, and not impulsive. When they take on a task, they take it on completely. Not only do conscientious people tend to wear their seatbelts, forgo heavy drinking and drugs, and avoid undue risk, they also have a greater sense of awareness, which leads to healthier habits, jobs, and relationships. Dr. Peter Martin, professor at Iowa State University, has devoted much of his career to studying healthy aging. He adds to Martin's list of characteristics of those who live a long life with not uptight nor neurotic, doesn't catastrophize, making things much worse than they are, does not make upward comparisons, and lastly has a greater spiritual worldview in the sense of giving things to a higher power and letting go. 
If living through a hard event is said to promote longevity, well then COVID-19 certainly has the potential to be that for us all. However, what's longevity without happiness and health? This pandemic did not discriminate and offered us all the opportunity to take pause and be fully present. Our distractions were given away and we were given the time to reflect on the quality of our lives, challenged to find out who we really are, discover what truly matters, and given the motivation to change our trajectory in order to ultimately live out our purpose. Before COVID, collectively, we were all going through the motions and our planet and all its life was paying the price for it. Hopefully this wake-up call was not in vain and that humanity will choose to be more present and purposeful and in turn prolong the longevity of ourselves, the earth, and all its living things. Today on Love from the Hip, I am delighted to have multiple award-winning author Michael Goddard on my show. Michael will share his wisdom from his latest book, A New Now, Your Guide to Mastering Wisdom Daily, Achieving Equilibrium, and Empowering Your Noble Self. He will offer up tools, practices, and insight on how to live your best life self-aware. So stick around, you won't want to miss it. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? No problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Omne Trium Perfectum. Everything that comes in threes is perfect, or every set of three is complete. The rule of three is a principle recommended for successfully engaging with an audience. So what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on The Conscious Coaching Hour. This live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive coaches will reveal their own life experiences while bringing in their individual gifts to assist you. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there to help awaken your intuition and to help you live your best life. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the extreme pleasure of having award-winning author Michael Goddard on my show. Hey, Michael, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Sakura. It's, it's a delight to be with you. And where are you joining us from? I'm in Palm Springs, California, where it's about 115 degrees. Oh, boy. That's, but that's Fahrenheit, not Celsius. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we're a little cooler over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. So, so, Michael, when did you write your book, A New Now? 
I, I wrote it uh, starting February of 2019, and I completed it early March of 2020, just when COVID was breaking through to everyone's consciousness. Mm. And what was the catalyst for writing it? Well, the catalyst was I had been writing uh, 15 articles and eight Q&A interviews for my prior book, In Search of Lost Lives, my spiritual memoir, in which I traced my spiritual evolution actually across thousands of lives. And I've been writing and revising the articles, and I was just really wanting to write something new. So I just basically asked, I do a lot of intuitive work, Sakura. Mm -hmm. So I basically asked my uh, higher self uh, if if there was a new book that was available for me to write. Uh, Previously, I, I, I had notes on two books I really wanted to write, but I was getting, no, these are for another time. And so literally the, the book um, started coming through. I, I got the w- working main title first, mm. and then I got the um, working subtitle. The first, uh, so I do what I call intuitive sensing. It's sort of like having a conversation between my everyday consciousness and my higher consciousness, mm-hmm. which is informed by my soul power. So literally the first word to come through that informed me about the book I was supposed to write was wisdom. And so the the working title initially was Mastering Wisdom Daily. And then the subtitle was 10 Keys for Achieving Equilibrium. Hmm. And uh, when I actually started to write the book in February of 2019, very soon after the first uh, section, a new now came through at the end of a sentence. And it just, I thought, wow, this is it. So <laughs> we're, we're kind of living uh, in a new reality. Uh, and the purpose of the book is really to empower people to raise their consciousness. So not only can they discover their purpose for this lifetime, but for every season and, and every day. And I, I provide the tools and the means uh, for doing that. Yeah. And so in the time of your book, right? I mean, it was written really before COVID was really hitting the world. And so it was ahead of its time. And it was really yeah, well necessary. Uh, it was. But, you know, uh, COVID is a, is a tremendous, tremendous challenge. Mm-hmm. It was actually on my radar. I've been kind of waiting a few years. I didn't know exactly when, but I, I, I had a strong uh, intuition that a pandemic was coming, mm-hmm. but we're constantly being faced with all kinds of challenges. I mean, dealing with relatives during a holiday dinner can be a huge challenge for people. And and the book kind of covers just about every kind of uh, situation you can find yourself in to empower yourself how to respond uh, with the most grace and knowing uh, to get through each situation. Uh, Particularly if you're in a health crisis, if you're wondering about relationships, if you're concerned about your spiritual evolution, this is really a fabulous book to work with. And also, like you had mentioned earlier, about helping us to find our purpose and live our best life with with our purpose in mind. So you would say that those go hand in hand. In order to live our best life, we should have a purposeful life. Yes, uh, purpose is a, a prime uh, subject of the book. Um, there, there are various sections for you to define uh, and discover your purpose, and um, and those are part of the wisdoms. The, the book covers the 33 wisdoms, which include the 11 loving wisdoms, the 11 guiding wisdoms, and the 11 evolutionary wisdoms. And um, there's an important section on really how to groom your destiny for the rest of your life. I, I basically offer four options for how uh, to allow people to choose uh, to take responsibility for this very precious gift they've been given mm-hmm. uh, their lifetime. I mean, we learned, we were shocked how easily people could leave us during COVID. Right. Well, you know, if it's not COVID, it can be getting in your car and driving. You don't know if you'll get to your your destination. Right, absolutely. Not not that I want to instill any fear of death in people, but um, we don't really know how long we'll be here. You may think 30 years, but it could be three days or three months. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I want to allow and empower people to make best use of their life and definitely by having a strong purpose. Okay. I mean, many people die um, at, when they retire and they really, they've been working all their lives and they don't know what to do with the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. They don't have a purpose. Um, some people are savvy enough to start volunteering, to find what really resonates with their heart and they develop a pur- purpose. So um, can I ask you then, so is yeah. having a purpose also being self-aware? Would you say yes. that is going it, hand in hand? That is one of, the, one of the key aspects of being self-aware of what is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and that's for throughout the day. I, I keep on purpose uh, tremendously <laughs> each day. I like that, uh, keep on purpose. <laughs> yeah, Wait, what? I like that, keep on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I I I am I super keep on purpose and I, I don't allow distractions to really uh, derail me. Uh, if if it's time for a break or I want a distraction, then I consciously choose what'll work best. Mm-hmm. Whether it's stretching or you know lo- looking at a magazine or um, even going on social media, right. but. That would be for just a few minutes. Um, so can I ask you then, are most of us living our lives unaware? Well, that's a really good question. And there are different ways I can answer it. It's really a, a key question. Oh, first of all, generally, Sakura, it varies greatly with each individual. And during each person's day, awareness can easily vary in degree. As, uh, as to unawareness, it really depends uh, on what context you mean. If you mean being aware as to how best to live day to day and moment by moment, I'd say yes, most people are living uh, lives unaware. Mm-hmm. They're, they're unaware as to how to create and navigate their best loving, fulfilling path to their authentic self. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many people are ruled by all these beliefs they took in unwittingly often uh, from their parents, from their peers, from bosses. And on top of that, they have all these subconscious beliefs that are ruling them. I've, I've done, for instance, a, a lot of work uh, releasing subconscious beliefs that were, were not serving me. Right. So I, I think our journey uh, as souls is, is one of, of becoming more and more self-aware. And uh, self is a very interesting word. Uh, and it really depends on what context you use it in. Mm-hmm. I would say that our, our true self is our soul. That's the immortal spark of, of love that is really part and parcel of God, higher power, supreme being, whatever you wish to call uh, the the eternal immortal uh, force mm-hmm. from which we came. I would absolutely agree with that. So in your book, through the wisdoms that you offer, that is to help people to become more self-aware. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, exactly. And, uh, the 33 wisdoms, it's really a, a step-by-step course or experience uh, in which you, you can uh, discover and empower your wisdoms as you go through the, through the book. And so why 33 wisdoms? How did you arrive at 33? Well, uh, that came through to me um, through higher consciousness. 33 is actually the most powerful master number. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started to study numerology when I was in high school in my teens. And uh, the master numbers are 11, 22, and 33, with 33 being the, the most powerful. It's also the number of Christ consciousness. So I just, it just came through. I mean, when I first learned I'd be writing about this, even though I had accessed all my past lives, Sakura, it just felt absolutely daunting and audacious, you know, to put myself out and write about wisdom. But the, the book just grew, you know, word by word, section by section. So then the 33 wisdoms came and, and they naturally fell into these three groups, starting with the loving wisdoms, moving on to, to what are the guiding wisdoms, and then the actual evolutionary wisdoms. Mm-hmm. And we each uh, possess them to one degree or another. I'm, I'm, I have a firm conviction that we have an untapped, vast, 
reservoir of awareness within us, mm-hmm. in our consciousness, that each of us can develop. So, yeah. So what would you recommend to someone who wishes their inherent wishes, wisdoms? I, I'm sorry, what would I recommend? To someone who wishes their inherent wisdoms. Well, um, I, my, my book is really a great place to start, yeah. but, but always to use your, your intuition to, to try to develop that, your best sense of knowing. Um, you know, it, one of the wisdoms is the wisdom of doing nothing. And that's that's actually a, a very high wisdom because it's taking time out from doing, doing, and having. And most people spend their lives, one of the keys to achieving equilibrium is balance, being, having, and doing. Those are really the three parts of how we live. We're either doing or we're having, you know, we're enjoying our possessions or we're being, like we're, we're meditating, we're praying, we're worshiping. So in the wisdom of doing nothing, I, I take people through uh, an experience, a process where they can get in touch with their higher self and to take time out. And just doing nothing, looking at a beautiful view, uh, letting your fall, your thoughts fall away, all kinds of inspiration can come to you and direction and purpose. Right. And the quiet, the still, right? Quieting the mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, the mind is really what we're up against. And the <laughs> mind is really what people think that's who they are. So also, I think one of the valuable contributions of the book, Secura, is that I really clarify what is the soul and what is the mind. And I distinguish between them. And I distinguish between the higher mind and the lower mind, Mm. uh, as well as the habitual mind. Uh, So people can stop identifying with whatever they happen to be thinking and thinking they need to act on it. Right. Well, because I would imagine, too, our ego gets involved and we think we're living our best life. But like you said, that's yeah. Level. Well, I mean, ego is is. I mean, there there was a saint who said there there's one disease, and that's ego. I mean, and I that that's really a topic for a whole another show. Other conversation. <laughs> but ego is really how we get ourselves into trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before you you speak, uh, you know, you can ask yourself. Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Uh, That would save you and a lot of other people a a lot of agony. Yeah, absolutely. So you do offer a lot of great tools in your book. And I love your concept about the journey journal. I was wondering if you can explain what that is. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad you you asked about that. Um, The journey journal facilitates getting the most value from a new now but also furthering your spiritual evolution. It's a means by which you can take responsibility for your life and your spirituality. It's a journal that you can keep when and how you choose. And on my website, goddard.com, that's spelled G-O-D for God and D-A-R-T for Dart, goddard.com. Under, in free media, you can download a Word document of the Journey Journal. And that's basically a template of of all uh, the contents of the book, which include all the sections for the wisdoms and the equilibriums, but also the five sources of wisdom and and much more. And in the book, I kind of give guidance on how to keep your journey journal. But I'm sure many, many of you have read practical and inspiring books and gone away maybe remembering one or two or three things. And then <laughs> for myself, I've forgotten them in two weeks. Right. This is really a, a means of a quarterback in your own spiritual growth. You can r- write entries, date them. Uh, if it stays in the Word document, it's searchable. Uh, if you want to be more creative, you can always write by hand in, in a journal. And then if you want it to be searchable, you can transfer that and actually in in the process of transferring your handwriting to the word document you will probably be revising and clarifying uh, what you wrote earlier yeah so and the, you said there's something there's some power into writing something down versus typing it as well yeah it's very empowering um, now some people don't want to um, get you know near a pen and write 
Um, you can always have your journey journal. You can record it and, and date it mm. and maybe keep a record of what the main topic was and the date uh, so you can access it later. Yeah. But the but like let's just take the all important word purpose. Um, you may, you know, within a year, you may write about that three or four times in different ways. And then when something new comes up or you're contemplating something, you can go back and search for the word purpose and see where it appeared in your journal. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the means by which you can really steer and further your, your whole journey through this lifetime. Yeah, it's like tracking uh, your spiritual growth, which is so fabulous. Your spiritual growth. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, for practical reasons, I, I had a project I was pursuing uh, for several years. I, I wanted to be sure that I didn't want to live somewhere else. So I took uh, five trips from the Virgin Islands to the Big Island uh, to explore whether I wanted to move there from Palm Springs. And nothing really clicked and pulled me. Well, um, and I wrote about it. But just recently, this project has kind of moved to a medium burner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be get, after my media tour, I'm going to be focusing on it more. Mm-hmm. But but writing about it, I can really see what my thoughts were and my reflections on the places and what was important to me. Yeah, which um, is so valid. So you can, you can use this for very important key projects like where are you going to live next? Uh, <laughs> well, that's so valuable. Thank you so much for sharing that. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. But everyone stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny up next. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about that bumpy rough stuff on the back of your upper arms, thighs, cheeks, and buttocks. This is called keratosis pilaris, or KP. This common and harmless condition is really just more annoying or embarrassing than anything else. KP usually disappears by age 30 and worsens when the climate is drier. So what causes it? Well, KP is a result of a buildup of keratin, which is a hard protein that protects the skin from harmful substances and infection. This keratin forms a scaly plug that blocks the opening of the hair follicle, resulting in patches of rough and bumpy skin that feel like sandpaper. No one knows why keratin builds up. There have been claims of it being associated with other genetic diseases or skin conditions like atopic dermatitis. Even though treatment isn't necessary, it can still be life-changing. There are plenty of products which help to address KP. Often, products which address acne also address KP. I particularly like to recommend the following products from Epions, which include the Lytic Gel Cleanser, the Lytic Treatment to Unplug the Pores, and a Renewal Body Lotion or Extreme Barrier Cream to help not only repair the skin, but also stop inflammation. Although many people feel the need to use a loofah or bath sponge on their KP, I strongly advise against this. Loofahs and sponges harbor a lot of bacteria, which can create other issues like body acne. Also, let it be known you cannot scrub away KP. Scrubbing the skin with harsh materials only damages the skin barrier and leads to more inflammation. I instead recommend using a Clarisonic or a similar sonic vibration brush. This facial tool uses sonic vibrations to deeply cleanse and gently exfoliate the skin with an antibacterial brush head. You can pair this type of brush with a lytic gel cleanser from Epions. You can shop for the Epions products at epions.com and simply punch in the code 2011401 at checkout or email me directly at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today, I have the pleasure of having award-winning author Michael Goddard on my show. And so, Michael, you were talking about your book, A New Now, and there's 33 wisdoms. So why wisdom? Well, wisdom is is so essential to leading your best life and becoming your most aware self. Wisdom is utilizing the best of your mental and intuitive faculties 
moment to moment. It's, it's important, Sakura, because it is the pathway to the authentic you. Rather than following uh, what crosses your consciousness from people or the media, it's really um, being in touch with your highest power of knowing within and following that. Mm. I mean, people can really get off track by going to some source outside of themselves. So it's sort of, you know, using your, not only your built-in detector, excuse my language, but also accessing uh, your, all kinds of knowing that, that you, you can. Now, a lot of people think, you know, I, I didn't go to graduate school or I'm not that smart. You know, forget about that. You have vast powers of knowing within you. It's just really a question of learning how to tap into that. Right. And that's one of the, the great things that a new now does. So that's it like really your, your you own intuition, really. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, call it intuition, call it your higher powers of knowing. But I, I do really identify and help people to, to grasp what, uh, when their intuition comes through. I distinguish between different kinds of intuition. There are like four major different types of intuition. I t talk a lot about inspiration, which mm. is uh, different from intuition. So wisdom is just really a key to how to live your best life. Okay. And so if we are to move toward creating our best lives, what are some questions we should be asking ourselves? Yes. Uh, I, I have a lot of questions throughout the book. And uh, they tend to linger in people's minds because they're, they're really key questions. But they're also really practical questions that you can ask on a daily basis. Um, and in the wisdom of asking questions, that's one of the guiding wisdoms, I encourage readers to embrace the idea that their life is a treasure hunt. And there are all kinds of treasures waiting for you. You just need to ask the right questions and listen to your wisdom within, listen to your intuition. Um, I, let me give you a few examples. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, something very practical that comes up for me a lot is what is the next best thing for me to do? Or when considering whether to do something, it might be a good idea to ask, is it in my highest and best good, safe and appropriate to blank? Mm -hmm. And listen to your intuition. Uh, a very profound question could be, what experiences would help me feel complete in my journey this lifetime? Also, when you're developing your intuition, you might want to ask, do I have a higher source of truth? If you get or feel a positive response, you could then ask, if so, what might I call it now? Now, you might call it truth, God, higher consciousness. So when faced with the decision, you can ask higher consciousness or self or God. For instance, dear God will blank, take me closer to true happiness. Or if you're debating whether something is true, I mean, uh, if you're trying to de decide whether some, what someone told you is true or whether, you know, anything often, particularly now in this, Climate, we have to really discern what is true rather than just take in what's washing over our consciousness. Right. It's just a really simple question. Absolutely. Dear God, is blank true? Or if you want guidance, you can ask, dear higher self, what are the best questions to ask? Often you know you need to know something, but you don't know the right questions. So a lot of what I do is just getting in touch with what I need to know. I mean, I intuit all my vitamins, all my supplements. I mean, just because somebody tells you you have to take two pills three times a day, and I'm not talking about pres prescriptions, but supplements and vitamins, it doesn't mean you, you have to do that for your, the rest of your life. Your body is changing chemically every day. Mm -hmm. You may be loaded up on that supplement and your body wants a break for a week. Yeah, to each his own. And so, so this is just all eminently uh, practical and, and furthers your health. So, and uh, yeah, so if we're not living our best life, would you say that that's when traumas and negative emotions and more negative experiences start to come in? 
I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't get the end of your question. Would you say that when we're not living our best life, I mean, what happens? Would you say there's more traumas that we experience and negative emotions and experiences? Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah you, you, you're getting mired in negativity. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would say through my experience and my higher powers of knowing, the majority of people are ruled by their lower mind which means that they're basically a slave to their senses right. and a lot of their lower natures, which which can be mean. I mean, why do people get into road rage, for instance? So, Because uh, they're from Chicago, and I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there are a lot of poor drivers out there who yeah. may cut you off and whatnot. <laughs> but, you know, when you get in a car, you, you have to accept the fact there are going to be a number of people who are driving not as you would direct or wish them to drive, for instance. Right. So, uh, I mean, you can have, it's all about choosing your response to situations mm-hmm. and, and you know, doing your best and, and letting it rest. Um, yeah, that's so great. So we, we, we want to empower our higher minds so we can develop our spiritual strengths uh, I write about that uh, in Bliss, my book of the 33 essential spiritual strengths, but also just as important uh, to empowering your higher mind is to have a spiritual foundation, which I write about at the beginning of A New Now. Mm. And if you're curious uh, as to what constitutes a spiritual foundation, uh, a book I wrote nearly 25 years ago, uh, which has won a number of awards, is Spiritual Revolution. In that, I cover all the principles of spirituality, spirituality the 52 principles. Uh, just going through that book, you, you know, and, and revisiting it and entering things that appeal to you in your journey journal, that will help you build your spiritual foundation. Which brings me to my next question. Is your book one in which each time people read it, they will gain something new? Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't quite uh, catch that. Is your book in which each time people read it, they will gain something new? Oh, oh yes, I, I absolutely think so. I mean, every time you you revisit it, I mean, just for me reviewing the book, I'm surprised I, I wrote what I wrote. I, <laughs> I kind of wrote it in a higher space. Uh-huh. So, I mean, every time you return to it, you're going to be a somewhat different person. So. Uh, and that's why it's so great to keep the journey journal, because you can reference parts of the book and then revisit them as you are so moved. So the idea of empowering people is, is not to give your power away to some person who is going to guide you in your journey, but for you to discover, you know, where you go, you know, step by step, what treasures are waiting for you to to open, to find and open. Yeah. And so can you share with us, I know you've already shared a few exercises, but what are some other exercises or tools that may be helpful in the process of mastering wisdom, achieving equilibrium, and creating a new now for everybody? Right. Well, I mean, I did share one earlier about, you know, before you speak, you should ask, is this true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Uh, that That's very important. Um, also, uh, you, you want to be aware of your negative thoughts. And when a negative thought comes uh, and it's buzzing around a, your mind, you, it just, you can swat it away just as if it was a, a fly. Um, but also something that's very important for you to remain in, in your new now is to allow things to arrive in their own time. That's one of the keys to achieving equilibrium. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other people, but I'm often anxious for things to happen. Um, I want I want things to happen when I want them to. Right. But <laughs> but but the, the universe does not run on your timetable. Thing things take time. We're we're operating in a realm of time, even though ultimately time may not be real. So uh, in that section, I I discuss really two compelling journeys for people. One is when you're not in your best health and you're having a, an ongoing health challenge. And the other is when you don't feel really you have the love you want in your life and you want love to be there. That can be very frustrating, for, for instance, um, searching for the right partner. So everything forms, ripens, and arrives in its own time. And uh, in that section, I, 
I allow people to, to learn to appreciate, to appreciate that and to accept that. There's much to the saying as do your best and leave the rest. Yeah. You, you can't hurry up time. So that's kind of an overall uh, function. You know, I, I used to, uh, much of my professional life, I was a tax accountant and I left it because I, I was able to run my own practice. Mm -hmm. So it was very efficient and effective. But uh, being in the book world, you encounter all kinds of things that don't happen when you want them to or don't happen <laughs> the right way. Right. I've done a lot of interviews and almost everyone, not this one, there's been some kind of glitch. <laughs> so, um, you know, you learn to accept it and arrive with it. Right. So in developing all these wisdoms, these are really the tools you can use throughout your life. That's wonderful. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but everyone stay tuned for more Love from the Hip. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us today, I have the great pleasure of having award-winning author Michael Goddard on my show. So, Michael, I want to ask you, how can prioritizing our day be so beneficial to self-growth? Well, prior to prioritizing your day with your highest degree of knowing is so ben beneficial to self-growth because it enables you to flow through each day intuitively, automatically, and happily, knowing that you're making best use of your time. So many people, they may start work and they think, what's happening you know, on this site, on this social media site? And before they know it, they've lost the best part of the day. So every day, uh, you know, after I meditate and I start to have breakfast, I, I plan the day and I prioritize the day. And I give very specific uh, guidance in, in the book on that section. 
on on how to do that. That's it's a very practical, important section. Wonderful. And it really helps you get the most out of each day, not just in working, but taking time off to uh, help your physical self and your emotional self to take the right breaks. I mean, rather than taking a break to get lost on the internet, uh, you can take a break to stretch, for instance, mm-hmm. or you know, to call somebody you've been out of touch with to share some humanity with. Right. So uh, for me, it's all about priorities, and and that goes for the day. You know, a particular season. I have particular goals and things to take care of, and often, you know, I'll have those written down. I I basically have this key, what I call my key result command center, which I almost wrote about in the book, but I I didn't want people to be overburdened with detail. But I have all the different areas of my life, like intuitive, uh, effectiveness, which is writing, health, uh, you know, my home projects. So I'll, I'll just list things to get them out of my mind. And I may have a project, but I may not get to it for a few months because it's not a priority. Right. I'm allowing the time for that project to allow to arrive in its own time. And I imagine it also helps us get the most out of relationships, right, in our life. Uh, Oh, yeah, because you become uh, more conscious of of what, how the relationship can help both of you grow. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, during COVID, I really examined my relationships and to what extent they were enriching me. And I was really um, honest with myself. So going through, and and this goes back to the wisdom of asking questions, and I have several questions about uh, relationships. You you know, you may be very tied to someone who is not serving you. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you may be really good friends, you think, with somebody who actually doesn't have your best interest at heart. So developing your wisdom and intuition is a way to discovering that. Yeah, and getting rid of what's truly unnecessary. And, and, and letting go uh, however best serves both of you. Mm. I mean, it's always important to be kind and loving, but you can, you know, if you need to, you, you can always express your truth in a loving way. Mm-hmm. So how do we get away from self-awareness being selfish? Well, uh, self-awareness, it really is not being selfish because... If, if you are in a higher state of knowing, if you have better uh, dominance over your lower mind, you're in a far better position to help and contribute to people, actually. And that's not being selfish. Okay. But, but you're here, you're, you're born because you have a spiritual purpose. And I write about that in In Search of Lost Lives. I identify many of the spiritual purposes of those past lives. Now, you may or may not become aware of your spiritual purpose, but I'm sure many people have heard the quote that is attributed to Teilhard de Chardin, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm. So being self-aware is furthering your spiritual purpose and experiences. And that's not being selfish. That's why you're here. Now, you may have a particular life where it's all about giving, you know, or 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 being a parent, and in really downplaying uh, your own ambitions, whatever they are. But you know, I would encourage people to be very conscious of, of that. Yeah. Uh, what it is. Also, I mean, I I had clients in my tax practice. They financed the lives of their children, and what. And when it came time for them to retire, they had nothing. Mm. Uh, and their kids had blown all their money. They didn't have good jobs. They didn't. They weren't in a position to help their parents. So that's why self-awareness. It's not really being selfish. It's really helping your. It's helping yourself and those in your life. Okay. So can you tell us what is the overall message of your book? Well, the overall message really is is to help you. Uh, well, first of all, you have an untapped reservoir of awareness that you can learn to access to become wiser, uh, achieve a state of equilibrium, and develop a clearer and stronger sense of your purpose for each day in this lifetime. It's, I ask the essential question, how I define the essential question in the book, 
and that is how can I live as my aware self? And the, and the book is really practice in learning how to do that. Mm. And so where do you hope to grow from here? Well, I just hope to uh, further my awareness to, to grow into, let's call it uh, self-realization and God-realization. Self-realization is actually having the experience that I am pure soul, a pure spark or drop of love from the divine ocean. And God-realization is realizing God-consciousness. I mean, it sounds very audacious and outrageous, perhaps, to some people, but we are, each of us is part and parcel of God, but we've been separated, and, you know, we may have feelings of, kind of feeling like you want to go home, but you're not sure what that means, or feeling of loneliness, that's really the soul harking back to that divine ocean of bliss and love. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. So how can my listeners learn more about you? Well, I, I would encourage people first to go to my website, goddard.com. That's spelled G-O-D for God and D-A-R-T for Dart. There you can read uh, free excerpts uh, and listen to all kinds of interviews. And if you buy your books on Amazon, on each book page, you can click right over to Amazon but they're available uh, wherever you buy your books. Um, also, I'm on Facebook. My book page is More Bliss. And I have my author page is Michael Goddard. I'm on LinkedIn as Michael Goddard. So I, I'm just really excited that people uh, will be furthering their journey wherever it takes them. Each of us has our own individual path. We don't want to copycat anybody. Mm. We don't know what our destiny holds. You can't really tell exactly what it is, but but this is a call to really exult in your adventure for this lifetime. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Michael, for being here and sharing all of your wisdom. Oh, I'm just uh, so grateful and thrilled to have spent this time with you, Sakura. Thank you. I, I love doing it. Thank you. And thank you to Eric, my talented producer, you, the listener, KKNW, KBKW, and Cape Town Zone Radio. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip Presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com.